you're watching Nittany Nation Game Day. Back here on Nittany Nation Game Day, it's time to look across the field and get to know the West Virginia Mountaineers. And to do so, Angelica Trenone joins us from Morgantown. She covers the Mountaineers for Golden Blue Nation as the host of Mountaineer Game Day. Angelica, I'm very, very excited about this interview. I, our, my viewers don't know, but Angelica was once my intern back in the day. So this is very cool getting to talk to you about Penn State, West Virginia this weekend. I really appreciate you coming on. I want to start with Neil Brown. He had praises all week long for the Nittany Lions. What is the chatter in Morgantown like about this game? Well, I think right now, Andrew, the main thing for West Virginia is this is a team that has something to prove, not just in this season opener, but something to prove this season as well, being picked to finish last in the Big 12 Conference. So this is a team who is looking at this as, yes, it is a challenge, but it's also an opportunity, an opportunity to show that it can compete with the team like Penn State. So there's been a lot of positive energy. And really right now, I mean, I'm sure it's the same thing with Penn State. These guys are just ready to play an actual game. So I think from that standpoint, there's, there's so much excitement all around. And of course, playing a top 10 opponent right out of the gate only adds to that for this team. I think if I hear Ray to hit someone else in a different jersey one more time, my eyes are going to roll literally outside my head. Now, neither team named a quarterback this week. Is there any reason to not expect West Virginia's Garrett Green to start? You know, to me, I, I think that he will be the starter for West Virginia for really just one simple reason. He has starting experience. He came in and was a guy last year who had to start the last few games for WVU. If you remember, he went in, got that historic win over Oklahoma. And also, he's someone who's played in an environment like this. Now, two years ago, the last time West Virginia played at OU, actually, he was in the game and he actually scored a touchdown. Now, is this going to be the same type of environment? Absolutely not, but still, he is a player that has had these big moments on the big stage, so I do believe that Garrett is somebody with the experience that West Virginia needs, especially going into this type of environment, and he also gives the Mountaineers something different that they've had on offense uh, in the in the last couple of years. He is someone who is a very mobile quarterback and just gives them a lot of opportunities. Nico Markiel is a guy who's come along as well, but just in comparison to Garrett Green, he's still just a young guy, doesn't have much experience under his belt. So I think from that aspect alone, Garrett Green has a step in that category. You talked about the environment. I want to I want to stay on that topic real quick. Is West Virginia prepared for what they're going to get in Beaver Stadium? I, I, I know the Big 12 has some great environments, but there are very few places like this. Is the team ready for that? Well, the one closest is prob probably whenever you go to DKR and you face Texas in Austin, something West Virginia did last season. That venue also will have 100,000-plus fans. But I was just talking with Coach about this earlier today that just because the number is the same, I mean, these are going to be – they're expecting two completely different environments, even though they hold the same amount of people. But what they've been doing to get ready for this is throughout the week – they have actually been practicing in the indoor practice facility. Coach Brown says they just shut all of the doors, crank the speakers up. Then that way they try to, to simulate that atmosphere, work on their communication through that. Now, again, is it going to be anything close to the real thing? Probably not, but West Virginia is doing its due diligence in terms of making sure that not being able to compete in that atmosphere, they're not going to have that as an excuse. 
Pro tip on the sideline, Angelica, have the earplugs ready because it does get loud down there. Uh, we talked about quarterbacks. Who are some of the other players Penn State fans will need to keep an eye on Saturday night? Well, of course, for me, it's CJ Donaldson. And any time that I talk about this West Virginia team, running backs, that's just my bread and butter. I could talk about CJ Donaldson all day long. But really, he is someone to where this West Virginia offense can go as far as CJ Donaldson can go. Now, of course, that includes some guys on the offensive line as well. But CJ is that guy who can make those splash plays. Last year, he switched from tight end to running back during fall camp. So whenever he came in in the season opener and he was West Virginia's third string running back. We had no idea what to expect. And then of course he pops off a big run is able to score. He, he does a lot of great things for West Virginia. Unfortunately, last year that breakout freshman campaign was cut short because he suffered a season ending injury whenever he got his first start against TCU. So CJ hasn't seen the field in a little bit longer than the rest of those guys. But from what we're hearing, he was so good last year, and that was without ever playing the position. So now that he actually knows the position and he's made those necessary improvements, he's a guy offensively West Virginia is going to rely on heavily, and not just in the backfield as well. CJ, with his tight end background experience, is able to do some things for West Virginia in the past game, and really with these running backs, Andrew, their versatility is going to be relied on so heavily. You could see up to three running backs for West Virginia. Who knows where they're going to line up at, but one player for me on offense that I think Penn State fans should keep an eye out for is CJD. Everything runs through him offensively. We are talking with Angelica Trenone of Blue and Gold Nation. Follow her on the platform formerly known as Twitter, at Angelica, spelled with a J, Trenone, T-R-I-N-O-N-E. Angelica, the history between these two teams has gone kind of forgotten and plainly being ignored by a lot of people here in Happy Valley. Is the same thing happening in Morgantown or is West Virginia trying to kind of leverage the history? Well, you know, it, I was also just talking about uh, this with Coach Brown just a few hours ago. I had said, you know, being that a lot of these players were not even born by the time, the last time West Virginia and Penn State, I was just born in 1992, the last time that these two squared off on the gridiron. So obviously last year, getting ready for the backyard brawl, a big step was making sure these players knew the history with Pitt, right? But that one was a little bit more recent than this. So I had asked him that, do you even bother going back and, you know, looking at that history being that it has been so long? And he said, being that Penn State was pretty dominant in that series, he's like, I don't think I'm going to bring up much of that history to these guys. But they do know the importance of just having someone who can be a regional rival. That's something Coach Brown has talked about for the last two years. Having the Maryland's, the Virginia Tech's, a team like Penn State facing Pitt, that those type of environments, those types of games are important, not just for the program, but for the fan base as well. So while it may not be something that, you know, the team is looking into too closely. I am sure that there are plenty of Mountaineer fans who remember being young whenever these two teams played last and are now looking forward to seeing what this looks like in the future between these two teams who were storied rivals. Yeah, I think the rivalry is all for the fans, and I, I think the fans are really grabbing onto this, and they're doing the same thing here in Happy Valley. Mountaineers are an interesting upset pick for some this week. If you had it to envision what a West Virginia win in Happy Valley looked like, what is happening in that game? 
Oh man, uh, chaos. I think that, that was that's what will need to happen for this West Virginia team. And I say that because this is a team who can do some things like that, right? We talk about CJ Donaldson. We talk about West Virginia having a mobile quarterback and also defensively. This team was not happy with the product that it put out on film last year. They've made a lot of changes, got a lot of transfer players as well. So I think if West Virginia were to come away with a win over Penn State, it's because they found a way to show that the offensive line is one of the best one of the best in the country as it's expected to be. That paves the way not only for CJ Donaldson, but also for a guy like Garrett Green to do some things for this West Virginia team on the ground as well. So if I think WVU can stick to its bread and butter offensively and then of course on the flip side defensively, if this secondary can show that it's made the, the type of improvements that it has talked about throughout the spring and fall camp. Just really what it would come down to, Andrew, is it has to be a total three-phase product that West Virginia puts out there if it wants to have that opportunity to come away with a huge upset. Special teams is an area, too, that West Virginia lost a lot of starters but is very happy with the people that it brought in to replace them, expecting to have some threats in the kick and punt return games as well. So I think if West Virginia can find that area to do something really well and just stick with it, and not maybe, you know, just CJ running wild 24-7, right? I think that would be the recipe for WVU is it has to show every single one of those improvements in each phase collectively. Talking about history between these two teams, it's been nearly 70 years since the Mountaineers came to Penn State and upset. We'll find out, though, under the lights. She's Angelica Trenone. Angelica, thanks for stopping by. All right, Andrew, thanks for having me.